You are listening to How Does She Do It, Episode 6. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany, and I will be, I am, will be, hopefully for the very long-term future, your host. So before I get into this week's Just My Thoughts, I would like to just give you a few, not really announcements, but just reminders. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com slash six. You can follow me on Twitter at howdoes underscore she do it. You can also follow me on Instagram with the same handle, how does underscore she do it. And on Instagram, I'll be posting things that are um, inspirational quotes, you know, um, things from other people, resources, you know, um, and information about other blogs and things that I follow and random things that people put on Instagram. So that's what you can follow me there for. And if you would like to send feedback, topic suggestions, or questions, you can email Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com and, um, and I will address the questions on the show. And I've been considering recording a shorter episode that answers listeners' questions specifically, and that segment actually will be called Ask Tiff. So um, if you have any thoughts about that, whether you'd like to see a longer episode here, um, I try to keep them as short as possible, even though I can be a little bit long-winded. So if you want to see me answer, hear me answer listener questions on this episode or have a shorter episode that gets released either on a Monday or Friday, um, then just let me know. You send me an email again to Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. Just my thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my thoughts on something that I came across or experienced in between episodes. So it can be about current events. It can be about something um, that a, a product that I'm reviewing, a gripe that I have about something, an experience that I had at work or something like that. So that's what just my thoughts will be. And this week's just my thoughts are about Blue Apron. So if you're not familiar, Blue Apron is basically a service that creates recipes and and sends you all of the ingredients for the recipes. I have been look I've been seeing the advertisements, been getting, you know, promo codes from friends of mine for months and I decided to give it a shot. And I think it is a I have mixed feelings about it. It is a service that I probably I've actually already discontinued and it's not because of blue apron anything particularly because I think it was very they everything was has been as advertised it was delivered on time in a very nice nice um you know shiny bubble wrap kind of um packaging the ingredients are packaged very nicely and individually the recipes are well organized they're easy to follow the directions are clear but for me I think that I have I had two basic two kind of challenges with it number one I think the portion sizes are a little small so they basically the option is you can order for two people or four people and you can pick if you're vegetarian if you are you know you eat chicken and and no beef if you only eat fish those kinds of things and um the recipe for tonight for example it is for it's two chicken thighs and I can eat two chicken thighs by myself on you know a given day um but if I'm trying to when I cook dinner I like to cook dinner for 
I like to cook dinner for, I have to cook dinner for me and Boo, and I like to also have lunch to bring to work for me and Boo. So with two chicken thighs, that can only go but so far. So I think the portion sizes are a little small. Um, if you're, a, if you live by yourself, if you don't cook for anybody else, then two might be fine. Um, but I think I would need the four person package, which I don't plan to get because I don't think it's economically um, sound at that point. But I think it, it was nice to be able to open up the box and have the recipes available and everything was labeled clearly. I think that also kind of for someone who for, I like to cook and I've, I have not felt like cooking for the last couple of weeks, but I enjoy cooking. And so it's like it's nice to have the recipes there, but it also kind of limits you because the recipes are already there. So I think that can go in both directions. But those are just my thoughts about Blue Apron. If you have had any experiences with Blue Apron or another service and you'd like to share, feel free to tweet me, feel free to send me an email and let me know. Even though I don't think my inbox is going to be flooded with responses about Blue Apron or a similar service. But uh, those are just my thoughts. Back in episode two, I talked about the time I almost didn't apply to be a speaker at a TEDx event. And um, the TEDx happened. And I can't believe episode two was what, four weeks ago. And it happened. And it was an amazing experience. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about the experience, kind of um, share some of the feelings that I had that day and some of the things that I think I took away from it that apply to, I think, a lot of different areas of um, of our lives and, and the things that we want for ourselves and um, sometimes how we're afraid to achieve them. So the event was on Friday and I had spent Thursday and Friday kind of preparing, practicing. We had dress rehearsal. And so the day, the moment comes where I get mic'd up. So I'm standing in the back of the room with the little, you know, side microphone feeling like, uh, like I was about to be like Janet Jackson in one of her, um, one of her concerts with the microphone that came, you know, went around your ear or whatever. So anyway, I get introduced um, and I was like, I just felt these nerves and I was like, you know what, I have to go up here and I can't trip on my way up to the stage. Um, and I'm just praying that I remember the first word that I have to say. So I get up on stage, I'm standing on the big red carpet and you know, it's in it's this big old circle and I look out and I the lights are shining on me, the audience is kind of dark. But I said my first word, I remembered it and this and it flowed from there. And I felt I felt really, really good. I felt really, really confident. And um, and those are the things that you, you kind of need to feel when you're on when you're on stage. The nerves, the nerves before kind of make sure that you kind of help you be get grounded and then you perform. After uh, the event, I spoke with several people during the uh, during the intermissions and afterwards, and they had such positive things to say. So before I go further, my, the title of my talk was Your Story is Your Strength. And I shared a story about a childhood experience that I had and how that experience kind of played out in different uh, scenarios in my life. And the the idea basically is that you don't have to be 
You don't have to spend your time dwelling only on the challenge, on the good things that happen to you because there is value in the challenging experiences that you have as well. And that it's important to embrace the strength of your whole story, not just the good times and the, you know, the happy days and the, the moments in the sunshine, as Olivia Pope might say. But you need to ed- embrace those moments of darkness, the the difficult things, the things that you don't necessarily talk about with everyone, because there's value in those things as well. So that was basically what I talked about. People identified, people, you know, said that it resonated with them. And it was really, really humbling and gratifying to know that something that I was so passionate about that I wanted to share just my little thoughts on, it meant something to some people. So um, that was really, really powerful. Like I said, I think it's it's probably one of the it's one of the best experiences I've ever had. The other speakers were amazing and we all were there to encourage each other. We watched each other grow from the beginning of this process with our stumbling and, and, and you know, not having the right words and sounding like we were writing a novel instead of giving a talk. And and we just it's like we blossomed as corny as it sounds. It's like we blossomed throughout the process. So. I just want to talk just very briefly, hopefully, um, about some things that I that I took away from the experience. And one of the things that I realized is that we are often afraid to we're often afraid to do something, do do things right. We, we're afraid to take to apply for that job or to take that risk or to, you know, do something that we've never done before. And we're waiting for we're waiting for a few things. Number one, we're waiting to be ready. And number two, we're waiting to feel that that courage. But in this experience, I feel I, I feel like I've I've learned the lesson. And you may have heard this phrase before, this kind of idea that courage comes after you do the thing that you're afraid of. So. Now that I've done this once where I've stood in front of a room of, you know, over 200 people, I feel like I can do it again. You know, I can share this idea again. I can put myself out there again in another in another venue, in another way. And of course, there will always be butterflies and, always, and I'll always be a little nervous. But you can't wait until you, you feel like you're this readiness or this courage because that you get reinforced. Your your nerves get reinforced. Your your confidence get re- gets reinforced after you've done something that you're afraid of. And because now you have evidence that you can do it and you have evidence that you can do it again. Um, the other thing that that I, I took away is that. Um, the energy that you put out is often the energy that you receive. So one of the things that I try to do during this process is be is be constructive, to be positive, to be authentic, to be honest with myself, to be honest with the people who were around me when we as we were going through this experience. And to say that I received that back in in I received it back way more than I could have given it out because the support that I received from my my fellow speakers, the support that I received from the audience, the encouragement that I received, the feedback, the positivity, it was it, it like it was mind boggling. It was something that I could not have. I couldn't have asked for it because it was more than I think I even deserved to some degree. So it was it was a very uh, humbling opportunity and humbling experience. So I think it's important to be 
be mindful of what you're putting out to people, what you're putting out into the universe. If you're putting out negativity, then you can't necessarily be surprised or mad if you're not getting positive, positive things back. If you're putting out authenticity, maybe not everyone's going to be authentic with you. Maybe not everyone's going to be positive to you, but you can know, you can rest assured that you've done something and you've put something out there that you're proud of. And so just think about that as you, as you even carry yourself in your day to day. That's something that I try to think about today. I had a bit of an attitude at work, but you know, every day is not a great day, but when you are mindful of the energy, you're mindful of the, of the, the mood that you bring for your own self, other people will, um, will take notice of that and be mindful of that and hopefully reciprocate some of what you, what you've given to them. Um, in this entire experience, when you, like I said, the, the, the Ted motto is, ideas is war or one of the the taglines I guess is ideas worth spreading and when you have an idea that's been in your mind and it's been reaffirmed by people who are closest to you who say nice things to you um anyway and I don't think that my my friends would say things just to gas me up for the sake of gassing me up but it's one thing to hear, you know, that you're doing a good job or that this is a good idea from people who are close to you. But when you hear it from strangers, when you hear it from people who have no in, in real investment in you, that is powerful. And it's okay to want that affirmation and that support because we're human. We want to know that we're doing good. We want positive feedback. So wanting positive feedback, wanting support, wanting affirmation, wanting confirmation that you're on the right track. It's normal. So don't, you don't have to, as long as it's not the only measure, the only thing that you measure your success by or your value by is the, the, um, the feedback that you get from other people. It's okay to want some of that. It's okay to want that. And it's okay to seek that. So, you know, don't be afraid to try and get the support or the feedback or uh, for feedback. Um, don't be afraid to try and to seek seed. Don't be afraid to seek feedback or to seek support or affirmation from others because we're human. We want to know that we're supported. We want to know that we're on the right track. And sometimes if you, you know, if you don't put something out there and or get feedback from people um, about it first and you put it out there and it's bad you know then now you got to clean it up and now you got to figure out how to make it better which is not necessarily a bad thing either so it's okay to want feedback it's okay to want affirmation um and support from others and i think this fourth thing is something that i have tried to i've constantly work work i'm constantly working on the idea that accepting compliments and feedback without qualification and minimizing I am notorious for someone saying something nice about me and me kind of brushing it off me me trying to find a way to say oh no but you know it's just you know it's just this it's just this it's just that or no no no, it's not a big deal just say thank you when someone has something nice to say about you just say thank you and I was able to do that very well I think on Friday in a way that I've never really done before 
people would say things. I didn't find a way to, you know, well, you know, I wish I could have done this differently or, you know, what I just I just accepted it and I just moved on. And it felt really good because when you accept the positive things that people say about you without trying to qualify or put an asterisk or a footnote by it, then you can believe what they're saying about you. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean that there isn't room to improve, but you are allowing what someone is given to you to be received without qualification, justification, mis- reinterpretation, just accept it, accept the gift, accept the compliment and allow yourself to be fed and to be given and to be given something because you deserve it. You deserve nice things to be said about you and you deserve to not have to qualify or justify or explain or try to, um, you know, find a way to put a dent in the in the compliment or a dent in the gratitude or whatever someone is giving to you just accept it and move on and I think the last thing that at least I'll say here because I could talk probably about this for much much longer is that there is value in vulnerability I grew up believing that being vulnerable meant being weak that putting yourself out there sharing something about yourself um, meant that you were weak in some way. And granted, you can't tell everybody your business. You can't share everything with everyone um, at all times. But when you open up about something that's important to you, something that you think will resonate with other people, you will often find that people will respond to that in a way that demonstrates that it was important for you to share what you did. For me, I, like I said, I shared um, my story and to hear, have women who are different, who are older than me, who come from different walks of life, who have had different experiences for me, tell me that they, their, my story resonated with them because of X or they knew where I was coming from because of Y. That is priceless. And you don't know what value lies in the story that you have in your version of this life's events, in what in the in the lessons that you have learned from the experiences that you have had. Because as I I said, my the the title of my talk was your story is your strength. I truly, truly believe that. And you the strength that we have is not meant for us to keep for ourselves. There is the reason why I believe the reason we go through experiences in life is not to keep all of the the learnings and the lessons to ourselves. One of the reasons I started this podcast is not because I think my story is the only story that needs to be told or that my value or my experience is better or more um, important than someone else's, but it's to, to spark thought in other people. It's to share what my experiences so that we can all see the value in our own experiences and the feedback that I've gotten and the 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 lessons that I'm learning from other people because of what they are saying that they're learning from me it is it's an amazing feeling so don't and of course you do everything to the degree that you're comfortable but it's okay to open up some it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable it's okay to share something that might be a little bit painful but you've learned something from it if you've gained something from it that means someone else can gain from it as well and if someone else can gain from it then share just share give and when you give 
you get back just as much, if not more. And that is, I think, the the most that I've gained from this experience is just it was just it was amazing. And um, I'm so grateful to have been a part of it. I thank you for checking in with me and asking how how it went, wishing me luck before it happened. Um, I've been telling people, I've been joking that I didn't die when I went up on stage. I didn't roll my ankle or get up there and forget all my lines. Um, and it was a very invaluable experience. And hopefully this will be something that will lead me to um, much greater things. But um, when the link is available, I will be sure to share it. I will be sure to share it with you. And um yeah. So before I wrap up the show, I wanted to read another review that I received in iTunes. And if you haven't already left me a rating and review in iTunes, please feel free to do so. You can also leave me a rating and review in Stitcher or uh, comments in SoundCloud or on the website. So this one comes from Judy38373. It says, fresh, insightful, and smart. I would highly recommend this podcast to any young professional woman who wants to grow and develop in every aspect of her life. Tiffany is spot on in her analysis and perspective on various life issues. Long and short of it all, I see her being embraced in the same way that women in America have embraced Sheryl Sandberg lean in. Growing up is hard and her podcast will be a helpful tool in navigating your way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't I don't even think y'all understand how I'm just up here saying little things that I have and I really really appreciate your feedback I really appreciate your thoughts if you have constructive criticism feel free to send that my way as well Um, but I am honored I'm humbled to have these reviews come in have these ratings come in and I will continue to do my best to share my honest perspective I don't always get it right I don't claim to do so but I'm gonna be real with you so um when I don't get it right I'll tell you that too and um I'd really appreciate it thank you for listening if you if you have any questions comments concerns feedback send an email to tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com and um until next time be blessed and be a blessing peace